Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. On our episode today, we are going to talk about what it is you want to achieve by the end of the year. As we start to move through November and the holiday season gets even more crazy, I want you to start thinking about and refocusing on how you want to use your time, what you want to prioritize, and really put your attention to in these last six weeks of this year. As November starts to unfold and the holiday season kicks in, it's now that is a really good time to reassess and refocus on the goals that you set at the beginning of the year if that's what you want to achieve, or just start thinking about the goals that you want to achieve by year's end. And that can be completely different than what you wanted to achieve at the beginning of the year. The emphasis here is rather than dwelling on what hasn't been achieved, shifting your perspective to what you can still accomplish in the remaining six weeks. And this approach will allow you to make more meaningful progress, but it also positions you to be in a position that you are already making progress as you move into the new year. As January 1st comes around, you're all going to be inclined to be like, okay, what do I want to achieve? What are my big goals for the year? And the goal of this episode is to revisit what it is you want to achieve so that by the time the year comes around, you'll feel like, okay, I'm already making steps. I already have some some steps in progress or already have a little bit more of a roadmap about how I'm going to achieve it so that you don't go into the new year feeling like a failure, but you kind of have some steps beneath you or that can be a little bit more of a roadmap and you are already just kind of continuing to build on them as you go into the new year. So it won't have to be something new. It's just continuing to grow and to work on the foundation that you've set now. Um, And so a lot of this is, you know, trying to figure out as the new year comes what you're going to be tempted to achieve, what it is you think you want to achieve, and really trying to figure out how you can take this time to either kind of piggyback on what those goals are or start to get a head start in thinking about what it is you want to achieve or how you can expand upon what you're already doing. Again, this episode is meant to be looking forward rather than looking back on the things you didn't achieve, but more like what is it that you really want to achieve? And so in order to really figure this out in terms of trying to figure out what it is you want to achieve as the next, as we have six more weeks left in this new, in this year, Let's start thinking about why you set the goal that you did at the beginning of the year or why you're setting a new goal here now. And one of the ways that we're going to be able to really dig into this is for me to ask you some questions and for you to, in your mind, or even out loud as you're sitting in your car, what it is that that you really want to achieve and why you wanted to achieve them. So the first thing I would say to you is like, what is the goal that you want to achieve? You have six weeks left in this year. 
What is it that it's that's important to you to achieve? What is it that if you can get some momentum now, it's going to make you feel really confident and it's going to allow you to believe in yourself and to believe that you can have the health that you deserve and that you probably desire. This could be something like, I'll give you some examples. So like maybe you want to do less overeating, less emotional eating, Maybe you want to go for a walk every day. Maybe you want to get outside. Maybe there's a certain amount of money that you want to rein in or, you know, only set as your, what you're going to buy for presents this year. Now, when we're talking about goals and what is it the goal that you want to achieve, the, the main goal in terms of New Year's resolutions, the number one goal is always weight loss. So I feel like we have to talk about that here. And so for you, if that is something, is that really the goal that you want to achieve? Do you have a certain amount of weight that you want to achieve by the end of the year? Um, and knowing and really setting some realistic expectations around this. And we'll kind of move through that a little bit more. But for weight loss in particular, I would say, how are you going to, if you want to achieve that goal, for you to focus on the behaviors over the next six weeks? So that when January 1st comes around, you're not focused on how much weight you didn't lose, but you're really focusing on the behaviors that you were able to do over the six weeks that will ultimately get you to the goal that you desire. Um, And that will help kind of give you some momentum as you move into January 1st. And with weight loss, it's so hard to set that as a goal because most people will set some unrealistic expectation that probably can't be achieved by the end of the year while still enjoying Christmas and taking part in the in the traditions of the holidays. And, and I know that there's this desire to do that because you don't want to feel like a failure or that you've failed at weight loss again. But I really want you to, if that is something that you really want, trying to figure out a way to do that, that can focus on the behaviors rather than the weight. Because again, we know that weight loss is going to fluctuate from lots of different things. And the behavior is the only thing that's going to be something that is measurable because with weight loss, it's not really measurable because you could do everything that you feel has worked for you in the past to lose weight, but you might not get the goal that you want because there's lots of other variables when it comes to weight. It's not like you restrict yourself and you lose weight. Sometimes that doesn't happen. A lot of times that doesn't happen. So things that are more measurable are going to be some of the behaviors that you're doing, like Did you go out for a walk and that's what you set to do? Did you do less emotional eating? Like those kinds of things. Um, And so let's start kind of moving through this. Like what is the goal you want to achieve? Really understanding what it is that you want. And if it's something that is realistic for the amount of time that is happening towards the end of the year. And then when you're starting to think about what it is you want to achieve, trying to figure out why, why that that goal is really important to you. It's, it's to understand the significance of why you want to achieve that. It reinforces why it's important in your life. And I think it's really trying to figure out like, why is it important And how, if you achieve that, you're able to align with the things that you value the most. 
So again, thinking about what is the goal you want to achieve? What is realistic for you to achieve in the next six weeks? And really diving into why achieving that goal is important to you and how that aligns with the values that that are important to you. Next, I want you to think about, can you achieve this goal in a few weeks? Can you break down this bigger goal into smaller, more manageable steps, making it easier to track each week and to build momentum? And if the bigger goal feels too ambitious for the short term, trying to figure out a way to prioritize those so that you can create a foundation and keep building upon that foundation over the next six weeks so that as you move into the new year, you already found a foundation that works for you, that is in line with your values, and that you can continue to build upon over the next year and that you don't feel like you have to start from scratch. Another things I want you to think about are, can you make it a priority right now? And if not, then don't do it because it's just going to be another thing that you feel like you failed on as the new year rolls around. And so the big thing is, what is it that you want? How important they are to you and why? Can you achieve it? And it, can you make it a priority? If you can't make it a priority, then don't set it as a goal. And then rather thinking about what it is that you can make a priority. So again, we can use the weight loss example. That's going to be hard to measure again, but what can you do to make that a priority? If you really feel that that's what your big goal is, is your priority that you can walk, you know, three days a week, then maybe that's your priority. Um, but if you like, it's just trying to put that together with that you want something so badly, but that you can make it a priority to make that happen. A lot of times I feel like with everybody, I think to be human is that we set these big audacious goals, but then we don't have, we want to achieve them. So the desire is that it is there, but the priority that it takes for us to achieve them isn't there at lacks. So trying to figure out like, and to give yourself a space to figure out what is something that you can prioritize um, most days until the end of the six weeks. And to be realistic about that, knowing yourself and know enough to know what you can make a priority and what you can't and to be okay with that. Cause that's the, that's, that's something that's important too. I don't want you to say like, oh yeah, I'm going to make this a priority knowing that this little voice in the back of your head is telling you that, oh my gosh, I have all of these commitments during this holiday season. And I don't know that I can make it a priority. I want you to really look and figure out what you can make a priority right now. What is realistic for you in the next six weeks and thinking about what you're going to have to do every day to get there. Um, because there's going to be sacrifices if you decide to make something a priority for six weeks, especially if you're looking at how you're spending your time now, you will have to give up something in order to prioritize what it is you want. What you give up might be that you're not scrolling on social media as much. Maybe you are giving up spending time with your family. Maybe it is um, that you are 
giving up some time at work, like trying to figure out what in your life you're going to have to give up in order to prioritize what it is that you feel is important to you. So now that we're kind of like talking about and figuring out what it is that you want to accomplish over the next six weeks, that you know why it's important to you, that you know that, okay, I can probably do some of these things and prioritize some of these things to make it happen. Now what? Now, what are some of the things that I'm, that you're going to have to do to really get there? Well, I think thinking about some ways that you are going to hold yourself accountable. And I don't know what that looks like for you in terms of accountability. Is it that you need to share your goal with somebody? Is it that you need to touch base with someone um, every day? That could be a family or friend who can provide you support and encouragement. Is it that you have a support system that can help you make the journey more enjoyable and that you have a group of people that can help you account- be accountable? If you're somebody who likes to work on your goals by yourself, how are you going to keep yourself accountable? Are you going to write down your goal at the beginning of the day and then by the end of the day revisit that goal? Trying to really figure this part out. One of the things that I think is really powerful and that works for me that perhaps may work for you is writing down that one goal that you want to achieve every day. Because what this does is every day it forces you to have to look at the goal, to keep it in the forefront of your mind, to remind you why you want it. Um, It allows you to kind of think about and to process how you will feel when when you achieve it. And it really just helps keep your objectives Um and your goals in the forefront of your brain, and it allows you to reinforce your commitment to it. I find for myself, and perhaps you feel this way too, that when I'm in a place and I'm not writing my goals down, or I'm not looking at my goals daily, because you don't have to write them down daily. You could have your goals written maybe on an index card and you can just look at them every day. Maybe you keep them in different places like your mirror in your house, in your purse, in your car, somewhere at work, on the refrigerator, someplace and different touch points that you can remember why you're doing it. So I think it's just having that remembrance and kind of remembering that you wanted to achieve that goal and that you felt like at the time when you wanted that goal that you felt like you could make it a priority to reinforce it and then help recommit yourself to to remembering and to taking action on that goal it's like um it's like people always say again when it comes to weight loss like Um, when they are no longer in a place to want to lose weight or to be focused on it or to be held accountable, that the scale usually starts to kind of like disappear or it's out of sight. And again, I'm not focused on weight. I, and I don't really, I would rather you not have that as a goal, but I'm using this as an example. It's the same with the index card. Like, or to have goals written down, right? Like when they're not in front of you, it's very hard to remind you why you're doing it. And so somewhere that over the next six weeks, you can present yourself with 
what it is you want to achieve, why you wanted to achieve it, just a way that you can touch upon that every single day to remind you why you're doing it. Because I find that what happens is, is that most people, when they're not working on their goals, don't usually have some kind of reminder daily about why they're doing it. And there's no reinforcement in their brain and there's no like commitment to the goal. And so what that looks like can be different. I mean, it can be, again, it can be having an index card. It can be writing down your goal. It can be posting your goal in a group. It could be, and you can do that in our Facebook group too. Um, There's not a lot of stuff going on in there right now, but feel free to put your goals in the Facebook group and I'm happy to encourage you there. So it's just that you have a place that you can go to that reminds you why you're doing it. It could be listening to podcasts like this. It could be reading a book and just immersing yourself. Something that you're doing every single day that reminds you why you want to do it is going to really help you keep the commitment and remind your brain why you want that commitment. So I strongly encourage you to start thinking about some things that you can, um, that you can start to look at or to be immersed in for most days of the week to help you achieve that goal. Another thing that I want you to start thinking about is how you're going to, you know, and besides just holding, having this accountability, whether it's to other people or to yourself, how you're going to manage the negative thoughts that are going to get in your way over the next six weeks. Because The reality is, is that you're going to have negative thoughts that come in your brain. We have about what, like thousands and thousands of thoughts a day. And most of those thoughts aren't positive. So how you're going to challenge that over the next six weeks is going to really be important in terms of achieving the goal that you want. And so trying to figure out what it is that you can combat those negative thoughts with. Is it just knowing what the negative thought is and naming it? Is it having like like saying things to yourself that you feel like are really helpful? Is it when you hear it in your brain saying it out loud, combating that? When you hear some your brain saying you're not good enough, you're not going to be able to achieve that, is it that then you counteract it so that you have now a positive thought with a negative thought? What is it that has worked for you that will allow you to manage the negative thoughts that are ultimately going to get in the way and risk you not achieving those goals. Some of the things I want you to think about before we end this episode are things that are going to be realistic that are going to come up during this six weeks. You may set a goal and feel like you you know, that you may not feel like doing it every day. So you may be like, okay, I want to walk most days of the week or I want to exercise. Well, it's very normal for you not to feel like you want to do it. And so normalizing that, first of all, that you don't have to be motivated to do it every day as most people aren't, but trying to figure out some strategies to remind yourself why you're doing this in the first place. And that's why we focus so much on that at the beginning is because that's what's going to be important in your time of not feeling like you want to do it or feeling like you're too tired. That's where you're really going to have to kind of go deep into your to what you desire and what you value to really kind of follow through with that commitment that you made to yourself and knowing that not 
feeling like you want to do it is totally normal, but then trying to get past that feeling. And what are some strategies that you can do to, to make that better? Is it that you have to do some kind of physical activity before you come home? Because once you see the couch or once you get in front of the TV, you're not going to move? Is it that you have to do something as soon as you wake up in the morning because that's when you're the most committed and as the day goes through, you're not going to be able to do it? Is it that you need to have somebody to do the action with you so that that accountability is the one thing that really helps you when you don't feel like doing it? Um, trying to really be realistic with yourself in knowing what works for you when you don't feel like doing it is going to be something that is going to prove to be really helpful for you on your follow through. One other thing is to not give up if you don't do it perfectly and to know that like if we're using physical activity as an example, Maybe you set the goal that you want to exercise for 45 minutes, but you overslept and you could only do 15 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Knowing that that's okay. You don't have to do it perfectly. It's just that you're doing it. And that will require some of a mindset shift. But I think it's just that you do the activity regardless of the time because it allows you to recommit to the goal. It allows you to show yourself that you are committed and to give you that confidence and momentum to keep going through. So you don't have to do it 100% the way that you wanted it. You don't have to go through it perfectly to know that there will days that it will be really easy for you to, to meet your goals and to do it perfectly the way that you thought that you would. And to know that other days, it's probably not going to be perfect. It's going to be like the bare minimum. You may have to, you know, divide your day up into three different times of the day to do something just to get it done, but that you don't give up. And that's a huge mindset shift that if you don't do it perfectly, you don't do it at all, but really you're going to make much more traction if you don't do it perfectly, but you keep doing it. And that's something, again, that is going to be new to you. But if you start thinking about this for the next six weeks, I think that the more you practice that, that you just do it, whether it's good or, you know, whether it's the way you wanted it or not, you just keep on practicing it. You're going to get way further in achieving your goals. And then having acceptance if you don't achieve exactly what you wanted to achieve Because what that will do is, so maybe you have a goal that is maybe, maybe it feels realistic, but at the end of the season, at the end of the six weeks, you look back and you say, oh, it probably wasn't really realistic. Or maybe you have a goal that feels realistic and is realistic, but you don't achieve it. Well, why that's important to have acceptance around that is now that you have a template or a structure to help see you through for the next year. And even if you're able to make some progress in that time, you don't have to start all over again because in those six weeks, you all identify what worked and you can keep doing those things and you'll have a template of what didn't work so that you don't have to rediscover those failures. You can tack onto them and be like, okay, I told myself that I could do these things, but 
Maybe that's not the way that I approach that self-talk or maybe it allows you to see that you need more reinforcement or more support in order to achieve your goals. So you don't have to start at the beginning um, because you have some kind of loose foundation. You have a foundation of what works and you have a foundation of what doesn't work. And so you can just keep building upon that foundation and creating and working upon the things that worked and start taking away that things that didn't work. And so all of these are some things that I just want you to think about as we close out And we move into this holiday season and I don't want you to feel like that you have to give up on any of your goals, but I want you to, as the year draws to an end, start to think about and pivot towards what works for you, what you define as success by reevaluating what it is you want, refocusing on the goals and trying to figure out what you can emphasize and make a priority and what's most important to you as the year ends. By emphasizing the behaviors that lead to the outcome that you want, setting realistic milestones, which is what this six weeks is doing. It's kind of forcing you when we talk about like SMART goals right? And I have an episode like way early on in the podcast about SMART goals, but it's basically setting a goal that's specific, that's measurable, that's realistic to you, that has a time bound um, limit to it. And this six weeks, that will give you your time limit so that after those six weeks, you can start to refocus, reprioritize, see what works, what didn't work. And so that's kind of the reason why I wanted to do this episode because it specifically gives you that time bound component to it. Um, And so really trying to figure out a way to make meaningful strides in the next six weeks And remembering that it's not about achieving perfection when it comes to your goals, but it's about making progress. And it's about what you can do from now until the end of the year that can start setting some kind of stage, some kind of foundation for a successful year as it comes to an end and what it is you want to achieve next year so that you don't have to set these big audacious goals in 2024 that you never quite achieve. Just looking at what it is you want to accomplish over the next six weeks. So again, if you need some accountability, feel free to go in the Facebook group. All of that information is in the show notes and I will be happy to hold you accountable or to support you in the accountability that you have. But certainly um, knowing that, you know, I think that you, it's not done, that you don't have to just give up. I think that's what we are inclined to do. It's the end of the year. I didn't achieve my goals. I'm just going to give up, but kind of reset this, refocus for you, re, you know, just kind of get to a place that you can pivot into really trying to figure out what it is that you want, how you can prioritize that and to kind of take at the end of the year, what worked for you in these six weeks and what didn't, and then really seeing that you have a more of a foundation going into the new year when you're inclined to set goals versus that you have to start from scratch. So I hope that you guys set some goals that are achievable and I appreciate so much you guys listening here and I will see you guys back here next week. Thanks so much.